0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for today's edition of Riding the Storm Out. I am Pastor Paul Blair, and this is Dan Fisher. As always, we try to provide a biblical perspective to current cultural issues. Pastor Dan, I'm amazed. You know, we live in what is supposed to be the most conservative state in the union. Supposed to be? Not much evidence. <laughs> no,
1: but you know, of course, not.
0: that's determined in the last several presidential elections. Yeah. Uh, all 77 counties have voted for the Republican, i.e., the more conservative, supposedly. Right. Of the presidential candidates. Yeah. Therefore, we have gotten this, uh, this um, name. False title. Yeah, false title, probably, <laughs> for the state of Oklahoma. Then we're the most conservative state in the union. And the, and the truth of the matter is, we, we do have a lot of things that are headed in the right direction. We do a lot of things better than other states. Probably so. I know when we were in St. Louis doing one of our pastor's conferences up there, uh, we Cindy and I saw a ad for one of the Senate candidates on television, and it was literally the exact opposite of what you'd see here in Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, a politician yeah. in Oklahoma, is going to run on pro-life and pro-family yeah. and small government and low taxes and all this kind of stuff. This candidate in St. Louis was literally the exact opposite, talking about wow. pro-abortion and big government yeah. and, and and all of this kind of nonsense. So I guess we do have a, a better... Uh, oh, I, I guess we are in better shape than a lot of the, the states in the union. However, because we live here, and quite frankly, because you've been in the belly of the beast, yeah. having served two terms, the Oklahoma State Legislature. Don't remind me. <laughs> it's like a nightmare. <laughs> it then, is. Having run for, as the gov- for the governor of Oklahoma, you obviously have seen a side of government that most of us Uh, perhaps, thankfully, have never witnessed ourselves. But, of course, this year in Oklahoma, we've got a number of bills going on uh, this very week, and all of these aren't just unique to Oklahoma. This is going on all across the country. However, it is unique that Oklahoma is supposed to be the strong bastion of conservatism, yet we are having these debates. Uh, Dan, let's talk about some of the issues that we face, some of the family squabbles. Sure. That we face with the Republican Party and supposedly the Christian uh, body in the state of Oklahoma. So we got three bills. And let's take a look in a time of our broadcast today. Let's try to analyze all three bills. And because we have an election upcoming, Mm -hmm. uh, let's try to have this out and hopefully provide some information for for the people in our state so they can get out and vote accordingly.
1: Well, and one little uh, correction. One of them is a state question. That's correct. So the people are going to be voting on the state question And that's a big one.
0: That's a big one. That's a
1: huge one. And And if we don't have a good conservative turnout, we're going to go the wrong direction real fast. And,
0: you know, what's interesting is— even as engaged or active as I am in politics, I'd forgotten that it was coming up next week. Yeah, I mean really, yeah. our side has not done a very good job of awakening the base and educating them.
1: They base. haven't done a job at all. No, and you're right, you're right. It's not even a jo- not even a good job, mediocre job, they've done nothing. Do you think that's intentional? Uh, I think it is. I think I, Unfortunately, I think it is. Well, let's talk about the state question
0: first. We've okay. got, we got three women are talking about it. today. Two are legislative actions that we will uh, tell our, our listeners about. But first, in on March the 7th, the state of Oklahoma has state question 820, which would be to legalize a marijuana for recreational purposes. Mm-hmm. Now, what, a year or two years ago, Oklahoma actually moved to legalize marijuana for medical purposes. Right. And, and quite frankly, I, I am not a doctor. If I, I, I have heard from many people that have yes. issues, pain issues, yeah. or other uh, issues where they claim that it actually does help yeah. and treat them better than oxycodone or oxycontin or something else. Yeah. Not arguing about that. However, where what, what concerns you about the direction that we're heading as a state?
1: Well, I, I think, Paul, what really concerns me the most about the recreational marijuana thing, beyond all of the obvious that we'll probably talk about, is just the spiritual implications. I mean, it appears to me that we just keep lowering the standard. That which would have been unthinkable mm-hmm. when you and I were growing up. I was born in 1959. The idea of legalized marijuana or pot... Was just it was just unthinkable. I mean, the guys who smoked pot would go out behind the high school. We called them the potheads, and you know they looked like it. And they were they had their own culture. Marijuana on the black well, t-shirt. Yeah, marijuana yeah they, leaf, were, they, were they were always in trouble. They're always stoned. They flunky. They flunk out. You know, they were flunkies. I mean, the whole deal, right? Don't, do you remember when you had smoking areas in the? Yes, Shanghai I high remember. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, it was just crazy. And and today, so we're we're looking at legalized marijuana. Now, I think all. All of us probably understand that marijuana is truly a gateway drug Mm -hmm. right so what is this going to mean for our culture it's it's the same really it's the same question when you discuss gambling It's, it's the same issue it's not whether or not you ought to be able to gamble what does it do to the culture and what has happened to a state that at one time yeah. It was kind of part of the Bible belt. I yeah. mean, where would the Bible go? And, and you know, one of the things that I find
0: that's, that's, that's interesting about this is I saw a commercial the other day for the first time. Quite frankly, I've just kind of Sworn off television. I, I now understand. I still watch a lot of stuff, but four five and nine, the main stations, Ugh. there's just not much worth watching. No. And, and quite frankly, I gave up on news about five or six years ago, <laughs> local news. I had so many hatchet job stories done about me when I was running for office. And then of course, those you know, weren't you, true. <laughs> well, no, not, not as far as no. you know, <laughs> oh. but you know, I, I just, I, I haven't watched gospel. much of the local television, but I, I saw one lately. And, and of course it made the statement that it's all for the kids.
1: Oh it's, it's always about for the kids. Public education. It's always all for about the kids. Public education. Yeah.
0: And I thought back I can remember when I was a, a young man, I can remember when they were talking about paramutual betting. These ads oh, yeah. let the ponies run.
1: Yeah. And And it was going to save education in Oklahoma. Fund it in perpetuity, right? Forever. Yeah, of course. And, and you know, Chris, I
0: always thought it was funny. It's like, you know, I live out, you know, you drive in Oklahoma, you can see horses. They're running all the time. Why can't horses run? Let those horses run. Let the ponies run. And, of course, parimutuel horse racing was what it was all about. So we brought that in. And still, there wasn't enough money for education. Then, of course, it, of course, it liquor by the drink. You know, one time in Oklahoma, that was going to solve a problem. lot of the counties. Yeah. You know, you had to bring your own bottle and go uh-huh. to a bar, and they'd pour drinks out of your own bottle. Right. But you know, how do you know, know this, so
1: much about that? Well,
0: <laughs> again, as far as you know, I know nothing about this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, once again, that was going to save education. Of course. We all the money yeah. we for education. Yeah. Then there was the lottery. Uh-huh. And of course, along with that, to do the lottery, we had to have a casino gambling. In fact, there's more casinos in Oklahoma than there are in Nevada. So, I know. You know Los, it, it, we it, don't now, take it, a backseat to Los Now, Las think Vegas. about
1: that. i I mean that's crazy
0: (laughs) the buckle of the bible Belt.
1: yeah yeah it's unbuckled let
0: me tell you well you know there's an old joke uh, that says uh, a a christian a jew and a baptist were getting together and discussing about theological differences and the uh, the jews said we don't recognize the deity of jesus as the messiah oh very good Uh, and then the the catholic said we don't recognize the priesthood of the believer Mm-hmm. Okay, Very good. And then the Baptist said, we don't recognize each other in the liquor store <laughs> or when we're buying lottery tickets or yeah. at the casinos. Yeah. Yeah. But again, this is one of those that that was supposed to take care of, of funding for yeah. education in sure. perpetuity. And of course it didn't. And then now we see the continual. Now the whole reason for recreational marijuana is for public education. Yeah. Taxes. We can tax this. Yeah, and now, exactly, we can tax it. And that's uh-huh. really what the Republican legislators, I think, are behind.
1: Probably so. But Probably opportunity so. Opportunity to get more, their hands on more money. I, You know, I, I can't figure out another reason, because all of these things that you just mentioned require extra policing. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that if you look at study after study after study, all of these studies show that the so-called money that these activities bring into the state is never yeah. enough to actually pay for the policing of the problems that are caused by these things. So whether it's gambling or whether it's liquor or now it's going to be recreational marijuana, the the tremendous load that it places on law enforcement, uh, we, we, we can't come up with the money. It doesn't produce enough.
0: And one of the things I've wondered, you know, a, a police officer, if he finds someone driving erratically, Like our assistant Val and her hot rod. Right, exactly, exactly. exactly. I think she'd been sober. She at least claims to be sober most of the time.
1: Yeah, but we all know she's not. But
0: if a police officer pulls over someone that's driving erratically, they can take a breathalyzer test and they can determine whether they have alcohol or not or do a blood test. How do you tell if someone's, I mean, I I just, I honestly don't know. How much smoke is in the car? Like a scene from Fast Times at Richmond High. If if the window comes down and the smoke boils out. You remember the Cheech and Chong movies? (laughs) But but how do you tell? I mean, how can you tell if somebody's beyond their legal I I I agree with you. Yeah, I know.
1: It it would take a blood test, I would assume. I
0: think this is going to cause a lot of problems for law enforcement that right now we haven't had to deal with or continue with.
1: Well, but it's also going to do other things, Paul, to the culture because you and I preach that if you start lowering your standards personally, mm-hmm. you, you eventually diminish your spiritual condition. Right. Well, I'll allow this, and well, okay, I'm going to allow a little of that. Compromise. Well, yeah, no, so mm-hmm. eventually there's not much left to compromise because you've compromised everything. Mm-hmm. So it, it would appear to me that what we're really showing – is our diminished spiritual state. And and I've kind of got a theory on this, if you want to hear it. Go ahead. Well, you know, when when Oklahoma became a state, we were one of the the last states to come in, Baptists had a huge influence Mm -hmm. through missionary work and everything else into early Oklahoma. And the largest voting block in Oklahoma is the Baptist voting block. And if you've watched what's happened with the Baptist church, if you've watched what's happened with the southern baptist convention yeah. compromise yeah. left and right i think it's it's a it's a sign that the church in oklahoma yeah. you know represented mainly by the, the the baptist church we've lowered our standards spiritually yeah. no cuz no. why wouldn't we go out and vote this out so so you say this vote's coming up march, march the, 7th.
0: the 7th tuesday march the 7th and ladies and gentlemen at state question 820 So if you are opposed to recreational marijuana in the state of Oklahoma, you need to get out and vote no on State Question 820 on Tuesday, March the 7th. Make sure and let your family know. Make sure and let your friends know. Now let me tell you
1: who will be out in force. Go ahead. The potheads. (laughs) Come on. I mean, they will be. No doubt. And notice when these elections take place. They take place in these off-elections when they know that the voter turnout's going to be low. And I'll bet you, Paul, that the average church-going Christian probably doesn't even know that this is up for a vote next year. I I would say that the average conservative only thinks about
0: presidential elections. Pretty much. The rest of the time, they aren't even aware when school board or other things are going on. No, 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 And that's why they put these things out there. These school bond votes and all that kind
1: of stuff when they know the voter turnout's going to be incredibly low.
0: So, state question 820, March the 7th, here in the great state of Oklahoma. How do we vote? If you are a resident in the state of Oklahoma and you are opposed <laughs> oh, to legalizing oh, okay. recreational marijuana, no. then you would go vote no for state question 820. If you're for legalizing marijuana, then go pick up a latest copy of Cheech and Chong's Great Adventure. <laughs> and head down, high Times. <laughs> yeah, you get a copy time. of High, high Times. Times, exactly. Yeah. But that's coming up, and you're right,
1: coming up on us, and quite frankly, haven't heard. And, so and, and really. Really, all jokes aside, the Christian community yeah. really does need to mobilize on this, because we could vote this down no doubt. If, if we wanted to. Yeah. We're, we're large enough in Oklahoma, meaning that the Christian uh, population, we could stop this stuff Those if we that wanted identify to. identify
0: as church members, we yeah. overwhelmingly dominate the state of Oklahoma. Of course we do. Now, the second thing, in fact, you and I were down at the Capitol earlier today dealing with a couple of these. Senate Bill 834, which, again, I uh, to, hate to make this a personal if you are not with us in the state of Oklahoma. However, Oklahoma should be a barometer for the rest of the country. If we, as the supposedly most conservative state in the union, are having to deal with this kind of, of stuff within internally, then no doubt you are as well or are about to be. But in Oklahoma, since Roe v. Wade was tossed by the Supreme Court, thankfully, yeah, after 50 bet. years and over 60 million exactly. babies have been slaughtered. We have some of the most restrictive laws against the killing of preborn children yeah. of any state and union. As a matter of fact, today in Oklahoma, uh, there is not a single abortion clinic operating. Praise right. God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, after 50 yeah. years. Yeah. Today in the state of Oklahoma, it's actually against the law for ladies to participate in self-induced abortions so they can't yeah. order male-order drugs. And quite frankly, people that think that that doesn't cause damage to a lady, if you're really concerned about a woman's health, Oh. you sit there, the emotional scarring yeah, it's exactly of forcing right. your baby to pass and then seeing your baby as a body in the toilet,
1: toilet. Yep.
0: that is going to be traumatic and you will carry that forever. Yeah. Plus the internal scarring, the bleeding yeah. and other things, a great risk. It actually is to women's health. But that in the state of Oklahoma is illegal right now. Yep. Sadly, we have Senate Bill 834. Mm-hmm. But good thing Dan we have a super majority of republicans.
1: Oh, so we're safe in the state of Oklahoma. So yeah,
0: you you've been there. Tell yeah. me. Well, that super about.
1: majority is actually the ones came up with this bill. Well, I, well, pray tell, how could that happen? <laughs> because they don't practice what they campaign on. Mhm. They campaign as staunchly pro-life, and then they get into the legislature, and they start giving in for whatever reason. I don't know whether they were lying when they were campaigning or they flip a switch when they get there, but something happens. So 834 is going to basically do what, Paul? It's going to basically roll back some of these most restrictive
0: abortion laws we mm-hmm. have, and it's going to open the door. And again, one of the things that that they use as an excuse, they, t- they talk about, uh, about uh, what. Well, about the cases of rape and incest which factually are a Minuscule part of the abortions. In fact, Guttmacher Institute itself, and Guttmacher is not on our side. They're the pro-abortion advocates that are out there. But in their own studies, they they determined that less than 1% of all abortions are done because of rape, less than a half a percent are because of incest. incest. And even those numbers are inflated because there were cases where, I mean, somebody turns out pregnant, uh, they don't have the money to get the abortion. If they claim rape or incest, then they can have it provided to them for free. However, the reality is... Once there's conception, we're not just dealing with the mother's
1: life. Or her, or her mental state. Or her mental state. We're dealing with another human life. That's exactly right. And that's why I've always argued, Paul, that abortion is murder. Mm-hmm. And if we would ever define it as murder, then there's no reason to ever murder anyone because there's a difference in murder and killing. Right. There's justifiable killing. Someone's breaking into your house mm -hmm. threatens my family, you can kill them. If we have a just war, it's been declared. Mm -hmm. We can send soldiers to the battlefield and they can kill, but that's not murder. Right. This is murder. And if we would define it as such, then how could you solve the crime of rape by another crime of murder? Right. And, and You could. You can't. That's exactly and right. And the, 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 what is so
0: illogical about this is you hear some of these Republicans that are proponents of this saying that we have to allow more killing of children in order to stop the killing of children. <laughs> now, that was insane as when President Bush says we have to abandon the free market in order to save the free market. Exactly. How can killing more children save the lives of more children? And, and you know what I thought was really interesting? I, I did some research on this, obviously, we went down to the Capitol. Um, The famous African-American singer Eartha Kitt Was conceived by rape The famous civil rights activist Jesse Jackson Was conceived by statutory rape Uh, Angelina Jolie And Brad Pitt Adopted a daughter named Zahara Who was conceived by rape But her mother didn't kill her She was adopted and lives now a great life. TV personality and actress Faith Daniels, this was really, really compelling, was conceived by rape, and she made the statement, it really doesn't matter how you were conceived, only what you've become.
1: Isn't that good? So
0: thankfully, these yeah. mothers didn't decide to terminate their lives, their babies' right. lives. Otherwise, we wouldn't have had the benefit of, of these individuals
1: yeah, in and, society. And we're not trying to underestimate the, the mental, emotional trauma that these women go through. This is a heinous—rape uh, right. and incest are heinous crimes, and I think we ought to throw the book Absolutely. at the perpetrators. So Absolutely. I, I don't want us to be misunderstood as saying we don't care about the woman. Right. You just carry this baby. but. We are talking about a baby. A baby. And murder is not a really good response
0: (laughs) to rape. No. And as you said, you know, if you want to stop bad behavior, that's why the Bible has the death penalty for certain crimes. Exactly. Uh, If we had uh, the, uh, rather than executing the product of the rape, which is the baby. Right. Who was innocent, by the way. Innocent. Why don't we execute one who is found guilty beyond any reasonable doubt of first degree rape? Yeah. If you want to minimalize or eliminate the whole uh, <laughs> threat of rape, that's a good way of doing where, it.
1: Where I'm from in Fort Smith, Arkansas, hanging Judge Isaac Parker oh, yeah. <laughs> proved that point in the <laughs> 1880s.
0: You know, one of the things that was really uh, – in fact, I used this. I sent it out in some emails to some of our state legislators. But – and it just – Happened, and it really struck me. I, I'm, I've got my second grandchild on the way. Yeah, my little, a little baby girl, granddaughter's uh-huh. going to be born in June. And wait, wait, she's on her way, so she's not a girl she, yet. Oh, I'm sorry. In fact, she might not decide to be a girl. Like well,
1: this. but she, she's yeah. just a blob of you tissue. Just a blob. You understand? Yeah,
0: sure. I got you. I got yeah. you. <laughs> but my my daughter in law had gone to the doctor and had the exams and brought sure. back some pictures and videos. And this was a couple of months ago. I actually have a video on my phone, I sent it out to these yeah. these uh, legislators, yeah. of my granddaughter at 11 weeks. Now mind you, I, I think they can detect a heartbeat at about six weeks or, mm-hmm. six or seven weeks. So this is very early on in the pregnancy. At 11 weeks, and on this video, you can see a perfectly formed hip, a perfectly formed thigh, a perfectly formed calf, a knee that functions, a foot with toes, going from a bent position to a fully extended position, pushing out against the wall of, of my daughter-in-law's uterus. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. You yeah. see, it's a miracle. Of course it is. But it proves that that is not a blob of tissue. No. Oh. That is not just a part of the woman's body. No. That is a
1: human being. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about here. That's exactly what we're talking about. And so what is so disheartening about 834, and it's a Senate bill, SB 834, Is that our Republican leadership Mm -hmm. is now wanting to roll back the restrictions. So, what do our people do, Paul, if they don't want them to do that? What? what, Contact their
0: state senator and tell them no. In fact, contact their legislators and tell them no. And I would invite them to go to a website. It's called Protect Life and That's Protect Life and Liberty. Spell it all out. Uh, No spaces protectlifeandliberty.com you can find out all sorts of information about this particular bill and also a list of the legislators that you need to contact so call down there talk to your senator email down there talk to your senator email all the senators and let them know to vote no on senate bill 834 and
1: you and i were at the capitol today and normally these folks are not going to be talking to their rep or their mm. senator. What they're going to be talking to is a legislative assistant. Mm-hmm. And they've been trained yeah. to be very kind, right. even if they don't agree right. with our opinion. They'll take your opinion anyway. So there's really nothing to be afraid of. Right. They're not going to have to debate a senator right. on the phone. Right. Yeah, right. So I would encourage everybody, you and I were down there today, seeing them face to face. And also as a reminder, when you call down there or when you
0: email down there, you maintain your... Your witness too. That's I mean, right. That Be legal kind. assistant, that that re- representative or senator's assistant, is doing a job. Just let them know, hello, my name is so-and-so, I live in Oklahoma, I live in such and such a district, possibly, yep. Yep. and then say, I wanted to let, please, please tell the senator that I am opposed to Senate Bill 834, and I would ask that he be opposed to it and vote no yeah. on it as well.
1: Exactly. It's that
0: simple. Yep. But these guys keep score because they want to get reelected. Yes, they do. And they've got a certain ratio. They know that for every phone call they receive, that, that represents, represents any, any other, other voters.
1: That's every right.
0: Every email they receive, that represents. X number of voters. So when we take the time to contact those senators, it really does make a difference. And even in your
1: your House representative, even though that bill is a Senate bill and hasn't made it to the House yet, it probably will. It's going to be going over. So so they need to be prepared to vote no. So So, so, there you go.
0: So far today, we have talked about uh, State Question 820, which is the bill to legalize marijuana in the state of Oklahoma for recreational purposes. We've talked about Senate Bill 834, which is relaxing abortion standards in the state of Oklahoma. And then the last thing we want to talk about in the time that we have left today is Senate Bill 669. And I've got to have some fun with this. (laughs) Uh, It is a bill that would provide driver's licenses for illegal aliens. Now, now, track with me here, folks. This was given to the Aerospace Committee.
1: Well, they may want to fly their car
0: well that's i mean normally you would think transportation maybe (laughs) but the only conclusion i could come to was it's dealing with aliens oh so it must be the aerospace community
1: aliens makes perfect sense to me of course it well it does in the legislature i guarantee i don't
0: know if et ever got his driver's (laughs) license maybe he's still working he may not have but you know if there is a if there is someone that's in the country legally and has a green card and everything right. You know, whatever we need to do to make sure that they have uh, their rights protected. Well, to be able to drive thing. to work and so exactly. they won't be
1: a, a drain on the economy and the culture. But in the country illegally, illegal. that's where I have an issue. Well, why don't we set up a place for them to come get their driver's license, and when they come in, we just arrest them <laughs> and deport them. <laughs> And they never get a chance. Gen- I mean, we say we can't find them. This you know, is a great way to catch them. I've on. got
0: an even better idea. We can put a sign out, sign that says uh, front that says, "Get your free pot here." Oh, while, while you're, you're getting getting your driver's, your driver's
1: license. license, especially if you're an illegal, <laughs> <laughs> and we could deal with a lot of problems in just one. So here, yeah. So here's the thing. These people are illegal. Now, it's not that I hate them. No. I don't even know who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But, but I can tell you this. If they're here illegally, they're willing to break the law. Right. And we've <laughs> got
0: a lot of issues in our southern border. And there's a lot well, more. Of course, we do. There, there are cases, and of course, we have incentivized this the way our, our uh, president yes. has acted. When you promote globally that hey, we are no longer going to secure the southern border, and if you get into our country, we're going to provide you with all this free stuff, and we're not going to send you back. Uh, well, you might as well just send out, roll out the red carpet. What's well, exactly and right? Invite people to come in, and that's what's happened. Yeah. And while there are individuals that certainly want to pursue what they perceive as the American dream and want to bring their family here. We also know that of the millions that are crossing the southern border, yeah. that's not the case. In fact, there's a substantial part of them yes. that are coming here from nefarious purposes that, quite frankly, aren't even from South America or Mexico. And they're not coming with their families. We've seen Chinese. We've seen Iranians. We've seen we've Arabians. Seen, we've well, seen all the sorts that don't necessarily love the United States of America that are coming through an open right. southern.
1: No, no, exactly. And so for me, I understand the need to be able to drive a car to get to work and all that but basically what our state will be doing in my mind is sanctioning entering our country illegally hey we'll give you a driver's license right. and you realize that that driver's license then can be a, a form of identification right. that will allow yep. them to have access to a lot of other things like maybe voting we well you're not supposed to check for id on that I mean, well i know but in oklahoma remember? we do yeah that's true you got to show your driver's license well they'll have one now and, and,
0: you know, when a person came into the country illegally at one point in time, they had to use illegal means to try to get illegal papers to show that they had a right to be right. here. Well, what we are doing now is allowing those that have come into the country illegally, illegally, we are simply going to provide them legitimate yeah. identification. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So we're, even we're- though they're here illegally, they will have legitimate yeah. state-issued
1: identification yeah. to justify their being here well, illegally. And Paul, to me, I, I I realize we can't stress symbolism over substance, but there's something to be said for for symbolism. And this symbolically is saying, "Hey, come on in. You're good. We'll give you a driver's exactly. license." I mean, this these things matter, and it sends a signal to our young people: the laws don't matter, and I mean, at it the, really does. And at
0: the same time. We're sending another $10 billion to Ukraine to make sure that the citizens of Ukraine have money in their bank accounts.
1: Yeah, according to President according Biden.
0: According to President Biden. money
1: in their pockets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So, in a nutshell, we've covered three things today. We have. And, and, folks, I hope you've enjoyed this. This has been very personal. We're talking about issues of the state of Oklahoma. But all of these, I can promise you, are reaching over into other states across the union as well. So, it's important that we in Oklahoma recognize what's going on.
1: Well, can I say this, Paul? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I think I think for pastors in other states, this is a really good example of what they need to be doing in their state, talking yep. about the issues right. that are going on in their legislature in their state, because if the pastor doesn't sound the alarm, who will? My people perish for a lack of knowledge, exactly and I know that's talking right.
0: about God's Word, but the reality is we perish. And the watchman on the wall the if end. he doesn't that's sound the alarm. So three things. First of all, Senate Bill 834, the abortion issue. Contact your state legislator here in the state of Oklahoma. Say you are opposed to Senate Bill 834. We do not want to relax and make abortion more available. Senate Bill 669, illegal aliens getting driver's licenses. That also we are opposed to. We are all for legal immigration, but we do not want to foster and make it easier for illegals right. to come in and blend into the United States. And then say, uh, State Question 820 on march the 7th tuesday march the 7th if you are opposed to legalizing marijuana for recreational purposes then you've got to get out and vote no on state question 820 anything else you're gonna add man that's it all right buddy it's been a good show today but a good full day enjoyed it thank you for joining us for today's edition of riding the storm out and we look forward to being with you next time until then
1: god bless you and stand the ground that god's given you don't give an inch
0: amen